What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Milner. And today, I'm going to give some tactical information because I am running a free group right now, and there's a homework assignment that I gave And it was just blowing minds left and right. And I realized that there's a lot of people who have never thought of approaching social situations or alcohol or having a meal out, you know, going to a restaurant, that sort of thing in the way that I presented it. And there was just so much positive feedback and people who are literally mind blown uh, with something that. Um, you know, this is the approach that I take with clients and we're doing this free group. People were kind of blown away by this approach. And let's be honest, one of the most common challenges that we face when it comes to fitness is that some of us like to drink socially. And I am definitely one of those people. And it can be a kind of, you know, push pull situation where you're like, well, I have these fitness goals. I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. But I also want to drink socially. I want to go out to eat. I want to enjoy my life. And as you guys know, I am all about balance and flexibility. Um, there are some times where we have to sacrifice, uh, you know, certain things. If let's say I'm really trying to get super lean for a photo shoot, or you know, I just want to look my best for whatever vacation, summer, it doesn't matter. You know, if you have a specific goal that requires a little bit more discipline and being a little bit more strict and aggressive in your approach, then obviously some of those things have to go. We have to sacrifice a certain level of flexibility. But for most of us, we want to get to a point where we can enjoy our lives, have fun, be social, and not feel like we're ruining all of our progress. And that is, from a mindset perspective, it's such a challenge because when you think about going out with friends, when you think about having a drink, when you think about dining out with your family, it can bring up you know, fear and anxiety and guilt and shame. And we do not want that. Um, you know, we don't want those emotions present. We, don't, we want our nutrition to align with our lifestyle and the things that we enjoy doing. We don't want it to be this constant battle, this internal battle. So one of the biggest changes is when we reframe what consistency looks like and a simple shift in, you know, let's take an example of if you're going through a diet program and you have these very specific rigid rules that you're following and you know that going out to eat or having a drink does not align with those rules, you are going to feel like a failure. It's it's the reason why so many diets fail because there's there's there are these guardrails, there's this this rule book that you have to play by that doesn't account for the things that you enjoy doing, the things that you you value and who you are as an individual. If we can reframe what that looks like and actually build it into our plan, all of a sudden you go out to eat, you have a drink, and you're just doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You're acting in alignment with the things that you value. So all of a sudden it becomes consistency versus feeling like you're off the plan. And it's a simple shift that is very easy to make, um, but not a lot of people do this. And so I'm going to walk through the process. Um, This is something that is all available in our free Facebook group. Like I said, I'm running a free group right now. There's like um, 
we're actually just finishing up. So all of the information is going to be posted in our Facebook group. So if you haven't joined, just go search uh, the personality diet and neurotype training on Facebook and join our group. It's totally free, ton of amazing resources, but you can actually walk through the entire process that um, I took this group through, which is, you know, all about goal setting and habit implementation and behavior change and kind of aligning with your values and your goals and then how to, you know, calculate what you should be eating and different. Um, I mean, it's just a ton of information and, and it's all there for you. So um, join the group. It's, it's a lot of fun in there. It's a very supportive, amazing community in my unbiased opinion. But um, so I'm going to walk through this process and I'm going to start with how do we implement, um, you know, it's kind of like, let's build flexibility into our plan. So we feel like when we're doing these things, like having a drink or going out, it's part of the process. It's part of what we're supposed to be doing. It changes your whole perspective. Your mindset um, will be just, it puts you at ease is honestly what it does. So let's start with alcohol. So really there's a couple options when we're talking about alcohol. You can factor it in to your weekly allowance. Like let's take, you know, we have X amount of calories per day. So let's say just for hypothetical, my target is I should be eating around 2,000 calories a day. Let's say that that's my, my deficit that I'm trying to achieve. Let's say my maintenance is 2,400 calories. I'm trying to lose fat. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing a specific fat loss cycle at 2,000 calories a day. Well, my weekly total would be 14,000 calories a day. So we can actually build in a certain number of drinks into that total. And here's an example. Let's say that you want three drinks per week. So we're going to assume that one drink is two ounces of alcohol. Most, um, you know, most bartenders will probably pour. I used to bartend. It was pretty standard, an ounce and a half to two ounces. So let's just say two ounces to keep it simple. So one ounce of vodka is roughly about 70 calories. So we're talking about 140 calories per drink. So if we have three drinks per week, that's 420 calories per week. Now, if we are eat, if we are trying to target fourteen thousand calories per week, we would simply subtract fourteen twenty from fourteen thousand, and now we have thirteen thousand five eighty. Then we would divide that by seven, and we would get our total daily calorie target. And now I can have those three drinks, and I don't even need to track them. Easy. So then anything above that, we would just account for on that day. So let's say it was, you know, we had the three drinks, we have our total daily um, calories, and now we had an extra drink for the week. So we had a fourth drink. Now we would just account for that in that day's number. So we would remove that from carbs and fats. And I'm going to talk through that process right now. So you can account for, you don't have to uh, kind of account for it ahead of time like that first scenario. The second scenario would be, uh, you know, you account for it that day by taking it away from carbs and fats. So let's say you have one drink, which is two ounces, which is 140 calories. You'd remove 140 calories from carbs and or fats from that day. So that would basically be like 35 grams of carbs or 15-ish grams of fat or a combo that equals 140 calories. So all you would be doing is instead of targeting whatever your your goal was for that day, you would just remove that number. So let's say you know I was trying to target um, 100 grams of carbs just to use an easy example uh, because my mental math is not the best. <laughs> but you know if we're going to remove 35 grams of carbs instead of 100 grams of carbs, I'd be targeting 65 grams of carbs that day, and now it accounts for the calories in that drink. Um, does that make sense? Hopefully, it makes sense. All right, so. 
let's say you want to account for a free day. Let's say that you're tracking and you're just somebody who on Saturdays, and I'm saying this because this is me, like you just don't want to track. Um, and you know, it's, it's not for everybody, but it can be a useful tool, especially when you're trying to go through something specific like fat loss. But let's just say you want a free day where you just don't track anything. So first we want to know what is that day going to look like? In other words, is it going to be like a real free-for-all or is it like just one meal? Like me personally, I like to save up for for just one kind of like big meal that I'm going to have. So what we have to look at is on average, a standard dinner at a restaurant in America is about 1,200 calories. And there's you know studies on this. There's going to be variants across the board, but um, what the data shows that 1200 calories is about the average and that doesn't factor in appetizers, drinks, desserts, anything like that. So what I do on my free day, I assume that at my one big meal, like my dinner for Saturday night, I'm going to probably consume around 2000 calories. And then I also don't want to have to deprive myself for the rest of the day because I truly like it to be a free day. So I'm going to take another 2000 calories for the rest of the day. Now I'm not logging this. This is just an estimation to give me some framework to operate within. So that way I can enjoy the free day and not have to like think about it. It's totally guilt-free. It's just an easy way to account for it. And it's just a best guess. So I'm going to take 2000 calories for that big meal and I'm going to take another 2000 calories for the rest of the day. So now I have 4000 calories on my free day and I'm just going to remove it from my weekly total and then divide the remainder by six. So let's say that your weekly total is 16,000 calories and that's what you're trying to target for fat loss, 16,000 calories per week. So your free day is 14,000, I'm I'm sorry, your free day, that would be a lot, is 4,000 calories. So you take that number and you'd remove it from 16,000 to get 12,000 calories, you would divide that by six and every other day outside of your free day would be 2,000 calories. And now you're still gonna hit the same target. Now, that free day might not be 4,000. It might be a little bit less. It might be a little bit more. It doesn't matter. The goal, the point is that you're giving yourself some wiggle room. You're giving yourself some flexibility. And you can do this with single meals too. Like if you have pizza night every Friday, Give yourself a calorie allotment for that night. And and it just it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be super accurate, but you're just kind of trying to consider how much you might want to eat for that meal, for that pizza night. Um, and then you're going to factor in that total daily calorie number. You're going to remove it from your weekly total. Then you're going to divide the remainder by six. So I hope that makes sense. Um, and then, you know, one of the things that I also talked about with the group is that Keeping in your favorite foods is an important part of the process. Like it all always comes back to adherence and sustainability. Can you be consistent? Can you adhere to the plan? And can you sustain what you're doing long term? Now, in order for that to happen, one of the best ways to do that is to incorporate foods that you love. And so it doesn't matter if it's like a daily thing like dark chocolate or if it's like you like to have one donut per week or you like to have ice cream twice a week, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But what you want to do is just log it ahead of time. Like if I'm going to have dark chocolate every single day because that's a food that I truly love, I'm going to put that in all seven days of the week. And that's going to be the first entry that I put ahead of time. Now, when I go into something like my fitness pal to, to log um, and see where I'm at for that day, you know, it's already in there. 
Like I don't even have to think about it. I just know I get to have that food. And the same thing, like if I'm going to have a donut and I know that I like to have a donut every Saturday, I'm going to put it in there. And then you can obviously adjust. The point is that we do a little bit of work on the front end so that we don't have to think about it later. Like when, when the decision-making time comes and if we're under a lot of stress and things are going on and we're more likely to just make poor choices, we don't have to think about it then because we've already done the work on the front end. So like we have to understand that big picture, if things go out of control, like you're, you're trying to set yourself up in the best possible way for success. If you have a day that you don't follow through, um, you just, whatever, something happens, life happens, uh, you go off the rails, one day, it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. Even one weekend, even one week, like the bottom line is that we're just trying to put ourselves in a position that we don't have to think as much through that, through those processes. So like, Building it in ahead of time allows me to know that, all right, I've got this free day on Saturday and I really don't have to track. I really don't have to focus that much on what I'm eating because I've given myself enough of a cushion to feel confident in my ability to adhere to the plan long term. And then we see what happens. We, we assess what you know type of progress are we making? How do we feel about it? Um, and if it's something that's kind of holding us up and it's holding us back, then we then we assess, we might have to make a little bit of a sacrifice. Like there might be the point where, you know, we just have to be a tiny bit more specific, but doing it this way allows you to feel confident that you can be social, um, that you can go out to eat, that you can enjoy your favorite foods, that you can drink on occasion, and it's not going to sabotage your your work and it's not going to derail you. It's not gonna throw you off your game. Um, And that simple mindset shift and doing it that way, um, it's been... For me, as a coach, the most successful way of doing it when it comes to working with clients, like the mindset shift is the biggest thing. It's just going into those events without feeling like, oh my God, how am I going to stick to my plan? Because that is such a struggle. I went through that for so long. I was, I was like antisocial. I would never confirm. I would never go out with friends or family members. Like I always knew that if I was in that position, I wouldn't be able to adhere to my plan. And because the plan I was doing was too restrictive. Like I said in the beginning, this kind of framework, these rules that you have to follow um, can make it very challenging. So we set it up on the front end, we build it in. And that mindset shift is huge. Like literally just knowing that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. I can enjoy myself and I can still make progress. Um, and then we just assess and go from there and, and adjust as needed. But um, that was the homework that I gave for the free group and people were literally mind blown. So I had to come on here and share it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was more of a tactical episode than I've done before. So hopefully um, it was helpful. If you guys can let me know, that would actually be super, super helpful because I I live off of feedback, whether it's positive or negative. If you like more of the tactics, um, definitely hit me up. Let me know. Just shoot me a message on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner, and I will talk to you next time.